What's up guys, welcome back to the Imperfect Swing Golf Podcast. Today I have someone on the show who's more famous than I am by a long shot. Um, but we'll we'll leave that for a bit later in the in the podcast episode. Um Abby, thanks so much for joining us. Uh for the people out there, especially I think in the South African uh space that you know doesn't know who you are and what you do, maybe just give us a short little intro. Sure. I first of all, thank you for having me. This is super exciting. Um a short little intro, I guess I would be a creative a chaotically creative individual who, I don't know, just somehow stumbled into the golf atmosphere. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, welcome me with open arms. But I guess that's how I would call myself. Definitely creative. I'll hang on to that adjective. But any other word, I mean, I'll probably fit into it. So, <laughs> And, you know, when you, when you, you know, that short little intro is, I feel like we kind of very similar in what we do and how we, kind of fell into the space I mean you played uh you know a high level of golf at a competitive level um maybe take us through that decision you know to play college golf and you know how serious was this sport in your life at that point oh yeah definitely so it's kind of funny because everyone always asks me how I got involved in golf and it stemmed from my freshman year in high school because I went to magnet school and I played violin and I absolutely hated it. I mean, I'm, I love, I can like turn up to classical music, love it, but actually playing and dedicating hours to it was just not for me. So I decided why not pick a sport that you have to dedicate hours to and like never find that perfect rhythm ever. So I started pretty late and I didn't know anything about it. I was kind of thinking, oh, this is just something to put on my resume just for college, all that kind of stuff. And people around me were kind of saying, you know, you have a really nice, you have a natural swing. You ever thought about, you know, playing tournaments, all that kind of stuff. And I have to dedicate it to my dad because he is such a golf fanatic. And he was just like, oh my God, money, like, let's, let's like push this, let's see if we can take this further. And Put so on that I, Tiger Woods, that Tiger Woods hat, and oh, you're yeah. like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I was just like, I didn't know anything about the whole golf world. And so my, I played my first like serious tournament, like sophomore or like freshman year of high school. And I just, I was dreading it. It was a three day Miami summer heat, like 97 degrees was like the low. And I'm just like, yo, there's no cut. So I have to play all three days. <laughs> and I just remember, I think my best score was like 97. And I was just like, I'm pretty happy about okay. myself. Like, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then I get to these like bigger scale tournaments. And these, there's girls like 12 years old shooting like 72. And they're like crying because they played so bad. And I'm just like, wow, I really missed a putt for 79. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then... It really came down to me seeing myself practicing so much and then not studying as much because, I mean, I kind of caught that bug of like, oh, I really like this sport. Like, whenever you hit like that perfect shot, you're like, wow, I should, I should go pro. Like, really, like, does the LPGA call me or do I call them? Like, you know, <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, I kind of had like an honest truth with myself, and I was just like kind of swaying away from that idea of maybe I can get recruited but I always had that internal doubt of no you started too late you're not as good as these other girls and so 
it came down to like junior year summer which is so late like so late in the whole process I was just kind of you know like being like a saleswoman and just like emailing all these coaches and just being like hi like here's my highlight video like all this kind of stuff and just playing as many tournaments as I could if that like in Florida I didn't have like the resources AJGA and like go across the country so I was just like okay this tournament I like need to shoot like 74 like all these kind of things like I need to shoot these numbers so I could just have it on my resume and then one coach from Siena College he reached out to me because I emailed them and like side note they used my email as like an example of like recruiting like oh like this is what your email should look like we should know that you're writing it not your parents and I was like wow I really thought I was mature then (laughs) and so then I was like wow yikes um and so he like reached out to me and basically like took a chance and he really liked that I was from Florida and Siena College was actually in upstate New York and so so 180 and I knew I wanted to go out of state but it was after him giving me that chance of seeing the potential seeing that I wanted to play at this higher level was like kind of like the kickstart and kind of internally gave me confidence and said like wow I can do it sign that NLI like send it in like d1 okay flex but obviously I don't like I don't brag about that so So it was like a whole journey and it was so kind of chaotic as I'll say where it's like one decision can totally change your whole path because in high school I was like yeah I'm not going I'm not gonna play golf in college can't wait to literally be done with these clubs like literally at senior year I was like at states I was like oh my god I cannot wait and then I was like oh wait I'm actually playing college level and so like competing at that level was just such a different mindset I felt so cynical and by myself in high school because I feel like in southern states especially in um, america it's just so competitive especially with girls like they want to be your friend but they're not really your friend and you're just like wow i like wanted just to chat with you and i like we're here (laughs) for like five hours like you couldn't just say hi to me like okay it's very cutthroat i think but that's what um you know we've also seen like from my experience it sounds like things in europe like the let I mean, I know a lot of the, the, the players out there and it's so relaxed, but from what I've heard, like LPGA and that kind of scene is so cutthroat and it's kind of like, you're not really there to make friends. You're just there to kind of just play golf. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's such like a fine line between that competitiveness and then also that social sport yeah. where it gets so lost when it, it dabbles into like, it's your paycheck. Like this is going to pay rent. Like you need to make yeah, the exactly. cut. So of course... Um, being on the media side of it, they're so nice to me because like, I'm not competing with them. (laughs) I'm making them look good. So I've never had like a bad encounter with them, but I have heard where it gets like, it's really intense. And especially being a player on that field too, I've definitely felt it even in college. It was really a huge detox in my mind where I was like, okay, my team actually wants me to do well it's not like even like your actual team like you're not like competing against them all that kind of stuff and so it was a true mindset shift and I think that really helped like clarify my whole mindset of like I hate golf I'm only doing it because I'm good at it to like I love golf and I love the people I 
like can meet and like, the whole social aspect. And so it gets, it gets lost in the competitive field, I will say, but it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, the, the one thing with, you know, good golfers is, I mean, at some point we all thought about turning pro, right? Like it's always a thought in the back of our, in the back of our minds. Was that ever like something to consider for you that you, you sat down and had the tough talk um, and kind of thought about the possibility? Definitely. Actually, this is a very funny story. It, it like so chaotic again. Uh, I hate <laughs> using that word. I like, I'm an English major. I should have like had more synonyms, but the summer of after I graduated my senior year, I actually went back for my second year to work at the country club in Brookline. And so they were kind of on the fence of if they wanted to kind of take me under their wing and go this like PGM route. But before I went there, I was thinking, why don't I just go pro? Like, why don't I just try it out? You know, like I kind of felt lost in like my career goals. I was just like, you know, like I'm putting in some work with golf. Like, why not? Like this could be fun. And um, one of the coaches that I used to go to in Doral, he, I was telling him like, yeah, I'm going to try to go pro. I'm also going to go up to the country club and work this summer. It's going to be great because like I can like play, get all the kind of stuff. And he just shuts me down and he goes, I'm letting you know right now, you are not going to play. Like he's like, you think you're going to play? You're not going to play at all. You're just going to be working. And I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) no, like, you know, like last year when I worked, like I got to practice so much. And then when I came back, he was so right. Like I was working like so much and I was just like, I barely picked up my putter. And I, the only time I would actually play like an ounce of golf was, would be like if I was coaching the junior camps and I would like swing one club and I'm like, yeah, you, you get like, to demonstrate. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I was just like the cool hip coach that's like posing with the golf club. And I'm like, that was a total shank, but like, okay. <laughs> it went, it went further than what they'll hit it. So it's okay. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, that thought was always kind of sprinkled in my head. But I think because I was still on that fence of mindset of do I really like golf because I love the I love the sport or do I like it just because I'm good at it and it's like a safety blanket to mm. do something. And that's like such a privilege of me to say to be like, yeah, I'm good, but I just like don't want to do it. <laughs> and I don't want to sound like those people being like, oh, yeah, I could have gone pro like I could have gone pro. <laughs> not at all but it's like it was there and it still is I'm like young so it's like it still is but it's like I think what I'm doing now helps my voice and storytelling further than just on the golf course yeah I mean how did you get into it's a funny thing like being in the golf playing atmosphere and you know you obviously I mean people our age are fairly you know, social media savvy, right? So it's not like too far off to go from playing to some sort of media role as long as you were like active on social media. But for you, how did this kind of fall into place? Was it ever like, a, uh, did you ever do any shadowing, you know, of a media role or did you just kind of straight on fall into it kind of chaotically? Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, I will quote you. Like I really did fall under chaotically because... It was after the summer season last year, I really kind of, I always have like these mental breakdowns, you know, like what am I doing with my life? Like everyone does. And so I kind of like looked at my parents. We were just, we were literally eating pizza and I was just 
had this like whole conversation and just saying like, you know, I really want to use my voice. Like I want to be, I know I want to be in media with golf because I truly never felt so connected or relating mm. to anyone in the women's golf industry. I mean, and of course, like I'm an Asian golfer and like you, you would think I would have like this connection, but there was just something missing that I felt. I was like, why haven't I seen that? And my parents were kind of like, well, why don't you do that? Like, why don't you just, yeah. you know, do use your own voice and it'll, it'll show. And I was just like, okay, my parents are just being supportive. Like whatever. Like <laughs> I'll just eat like my pizza. parents being parents. <laughs> exactly. And like, I love how supportive they are, but I was just like, okay, like, me being like a self-critic I'm like okay now like we're not <laughs> um and so it was really like kind of like a google search where I basically typed in like media women's golf like positions and it like showed me like LPGA Upson like this feels so like the 1960s like I need a job like look, look at the newspaper yeah <laughs> seriously but uh that's kind of how it happened and I didn't have any experience with it and I actually did use kind of like TikTok and my past college course experience to kind of craft my own portfolio and I've always been into photography and just kind of documenting and filming whatever is around me and they took a chance on me like a creative chance on me because they were like well we have no media coverage really on Epson which is so sad yeah. and so they were saying why don't you like step in and be the videographer? And I was more comfortable with photography, but of course in like golf photography, it's like super stellar, like so professional. I'm like, oh, I'm used to like, you know, taking it with my iPhone and editing. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> Looks aesthetic. I will say, I will say that the, the photography, um, especially like sports photography and at the level of, you know, golf, because in all honesty, it's such a gate-kept community because of gear. Like, to get good images on a golf course at a pro level, it's all in the gear. You know, like, everyone will say, oh, no, it's it's not the gear. But in all honesty, like, it's the gear because you, you obviously can't get in someone's way, right? Like, you need to be far away so that you're not interrupting the flow. You need, like, flow. a huge telescope lens. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like that. that's why, you know, it's that's why you see the same people for so long and it's the same old folk like because it's just it's based on what you and i mean it doesn't help that the lens is like a thousand um call it ten thousand dollars you know that it doesn't really help anyone <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely and so i mean i'm kind of like blessed that they told me to be the videographer because mm. I get like I actually get to be like so close and like so personal with the players that it really does highlight what I wanted to do with golf especially with women's golf because ever since I started like I have players that come up to me and they're like we've like never seen this it's like so fun like thank you yeah. for like shining this light they're like it's, it's like never been done and I was like well that's I was like that's why they hired me I was like guys that's my job <laughs> I was like that could be the person. standard like, procedure yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm just glad i'm doing a good job no one's yelling at me i'm not getting fired for like something i posted so <laughs> but yeah it was like that whole perspective of just like going into media from like a golf a golfer standpoint it's just i've yeah. always seen really cool a cool lens with men's golf and like so cool so editorial where i was like 
for women, like you get maybe like the craziest thing would be like a smile and a peace sign on like a photo. Yeah. And you're just like, you're like, it's cute and I love it. It's great. But it's like, why don't we have that same kind of cool mist over women's golf? And yeah. there's, it's like so elegant to see too, where it's like, you could totally twist the narrative and just have this own entity for it rather than them competing with men's golf. So that's why I was like, let me, let me see what I can do in here. <laughs> I mean, it always, it always helps the the fact that you are a golfer, right? So, you know, the, and when you do kind of create your own content for yourself, um, you know, which angles you like, um, which angles you don't like. And I suppose like, you know, there's always this, um, you know, obviously you can't photograph women and men the exact same way. There's obviously different ways to capture the best out of either side. Um, so I suppose that kind of also made you feel a bit more comfortable in a sense, coming from that place of being a player and then kind of capturing players now. Yeah. So the first tournament I had, I was really swimming with the Sharks. They were like, can you come out for two weeks for Utah and Garden City? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, there's probably going to be someone on site to, like, you know, train me and all that kind of stuff. And I get there. They're like, sorry, we're so sorry. We're not going to be there. And then so it was me as the media person that's, like, attached to Epson. I'm not even hired. I'm, like, basically, like, an intern, like, just, like, scurrying around. And they hired, like, another photographer. So I was just, like, kind of vibing with him. But I think because I'm so used to being on property for tournaments, I really didn't feel out of place. I really kind of drove on and I was like, okay, like I need a golf cart. I need to do this. I was very self-sufficient, but still so lost. Like I was like, can I go on the green and film them? Like there's no roped areas. So like, can I do this? Like, I don't know. And so it was actually funny because I went to the range to get just some like basic swing videos. And the first girl I saw actually I played with her in regionals in high school and I was just like, oh my God. I was like, hi. And she was like, hey. It was like, it, like golf is such a small world like that. So yeah. that definitely eased myself into that whole environment. And because I knew that whole golf background, it's like, I know, especially practice rounds, pro-ams, I know I can like pretty much invade their privacy, like get yeah, in their yeah. face. And, like, and it helps when you're nice friendly and of course i'm like a girl in their age too so they're not as creeped out <laughs> i yep. hate to say it but they're definitely not as creeped out it's more conversational and so like when i was there it was just so i was like wow i can either sink or swim right now like i need to, i just need to do my job i need to get on property i just need to do what i can do and it was funny because our photographer when i was posting these swing videos he was like oh my God, you did down the line videos. Like, they're great. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I was literally like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he calls me and he's like, you have no idea. Like, there's like so many like bad angles or like unflattering angles that people do for women's golf that like, it's just like, you don't yeah. see the ball go down the line on the range. And I was, I was, I was so like shocked when he told me that I was like, because of course I'm like dumb and I'm just a golfer. So I was like, that, that's all I know. That's the angle. All I exactly. Know. Yeah. And I was doing it that angle actually, because I was shadowing one of the golf coaches at the country club and he would always just hold it right by his torso. And like, that's yeah. how he would just get the swing video. And I was like, well, that's how you got a good swing video. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. So 
it does help being in the whole it helps being from a golf atmosphere and knowing you know the little details as well when you want to kind of you know like where do they put their tea in their hair or like what kind of glove are they wearing it's like little things other than just the stock that I'm a, I'm a woman golfer or this is my swing yeah. you know like the personality behind the player so I, I hope I capture that and there's still more to be captured but it does help being in the golf atmosphere <laughs> and are you also um posting on social or is there someone else doing that and you kind of just capturing the the content oh my gosh so <laughs> it's it's <laughs> so this is also chaotic um what before epson became the epson tour when it was like symmetra they only symmetra. had yeah they only had a one person one person for the whole media for interviews photos and videos like how like how like you tell people that now they're just like what i have a whole team just for like color scheming <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah exactly and so when they were kind of that's how i was trained with being just video of shooting it and editing it and then mm. posting it uploading the files and kind of doing like that administrative work as well so they definitely emphasize like time management like are you good with time management and i was like oh yeah of course like, <laughs> like every artist like of course is like not like the best at time management <laughs> so, so it really like kind of got me to like you know pull my own weight and get more managerial with myself of being like okay we need to get this we gotta post this yeah. this is the concept we have to do um and so every video post that you see is like shot by me edited by me and the caption is from me and the tags and like the promotions like and it's not just instagram it'll be like instagram twitter and twitter. facebook and you're like, I, yeah who uses facebook <laughs> like you're like okay <laughs> but we do have a good we have a good support system on facebook so it's all the parents you know all the all the player parents and family they're so nice they're so sweet like even when i'm on site they'll come up to me and they're like love that video you did it's so good and i'm like oh my god thanks (laughs) but and that's you know that's the thing some people don't understand like um especially you know I'm, i'm kind of in that same boat of i was you know, at a point where I was doing everything. So I'd have the tournament uh, ha- uh, social media account and then I'd shoot the interviews, shoot the drone shots, get some pictures, upload. And then it's like, it's so fast paced because you're trying to give, especially when it's a tour that's not being televised, you're trying to like give that vibe of like, a oh, this is kind of minute to minute update vibe. And like people don't understand how intense that is. It's like, I was kind of editing this like late last night while you were sleeping, but you know, no, no biggie. It's just kind of, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. Wait, I have a funny story. So I was hanging out with, um, we were getting some content, but I was hanging out with two of the players and they were talking to me with like the series that I do with play with the pro. And they were like, I love those videos. And then they like saying like, how late do you go to bed? And I was like, guys, I was like, I edit that video. I was like, I shoot that video that day. I was like, and I edit and I don't go to sleep maybe till 2 a.m. I was like, that's like on a good day. I was like, and then yeah. I post it. I wake up at 6 a.m. and I'm posting it. <laughs> and they're like, that's crazy. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you guys, I was like, but well, you guys are grinding all day. Like, totally understand that. I was like, but I was like, the, when it's like I'm the also first grinding day, all day. Yeah. 
I'm grinding, but I'm like, you know, of course, it's like so fun though. Like, I feel like if you love what you do, like you really don't, yeah. you like don't feel it until like it's my off week and I'm like sleeping for like 12 hours. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why am I so tired? I'm like, oh, maybe it's because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy, crazy, crazy. But it's like very fast paced, like yeah. you said. With, you know, now that I've got the the idea that you also do some posting, I suppose this is where we kind of tap into your your other life um, that you don't really kind of put out there. You know, like I I wouldn't know unless like I went on your website and did the research for yeah. this podcast. Um, maybe tell us about your your other life, the other the other account that you run that you kind of put a bit of you know yourself into so my other life I guess I mean how many I have so many just kidding <laughs> I'm assuming you mean my TikTok life so yeah. it all happened from quarantine I guess we could start from the birth of that life so it happened during quarantine just like how everyone downloaded TikTok and I actually had it a little before that just because I would honestly scroll on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, all these funny videos are from TikTok. Like, I want to laugh. Like, like, what's, what's this app? And like, it was having mixed reviews, you know, when everyone was like, don't get TikTok. Like, it's so lame. Like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I am. So I'm going to download TikTok. So (laughs) I was just, I just had it and I didn't post anything. And then quarantine COVID hit and I was kind of dabbling back into like art because I really swayed away from it and just you know it was just something to do like everyone's so bored you just obviously do anything so I was just drawing and the one video that I knew went viral I had actually wait sorry this is oh my god I'm gonna sound so like oh my god I went viral but like I actually had a video (laughs) go viral before (laughs) oh my god this is so bad um because I like posted like the recipe of like vegan donuts I made vegan donuts and like that one like went viral. I know, I know. So, so Perfect that timing. Went viral. Right. So like later on, I was just like, this is before anyone really knew TikTok, like when you had like a niche or like the algorithm, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I'm posting just like as if it's like an Instagram, like I'm just posting random stuff. So I posted this one video. I was on Snapchat and I asked my friends, I was like, send me three random words and I'll make a design. Like I'll make a drawing out of it. And so I was like, that's fun. Like, um, and I've just made a TikTok of it. Cause I was like, Oh, that's like a fun TikTok." And as soon as I posted that, like everyone was like, Oh my God, are your commissions open? Like, where are you based? Like, are you a tattoo artist? Can I get this tattooed? And I'm just like, what do any of those words mean? Like I was, I was just so like dumbfounded. I was like, what is going on? Like, why do these people think I'm a tattoo artist? <laughs> and, so, um, and then they would find, because my TikTok was linked to like my personal account. So then they would find my personal account and they're like just DMing me and like asking me. And I'm like, oh my God, no. I was like, this is not <laughs> happening. And so it really just started off kind of like that. And it wasn't, I don't know when it happened, but there was a certain point throughout my TikTok postings where my niche kind of became, I would do these like really intricate and like symbolic designs for basic 
artists like of their songs so mm. any song that you want i would make a design and people loved it because they were like it's not cliche it's not like a basic illustration like you're actually researching the lyrics and then finding meaning and then making a design and i was like yeah guys like it's i'm like doing a whole research paper on the designs basically um and so that really kind of funneled throughout it's so bad because I like truly neglect it, even though I have like such a platform on that. <laughs> like it's such like a little hidden. How many followers again? Say. Oh my God. No, it's like literally gone down, but it's like, it's in the <laughs> 600,000 range. Like, we'll just say that. Yeah. No, we'll nothing, say nothing that. too hectic. Nothing too <laughs> Like whatever. Like, no, <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> but, um, so I like definitely neglect it, but it's always, I've had it since, like my senior year of college and it kind of in like wavelengths it would go like it, there would be times where it was like really popping off like every video I posted was just like great engagement and then I would just like literally disappear for like a month like and people out here are like posting three videos a day I'll like maybe post a video like a month and if it's yeah. like not like a sponsored ad like, <laughs> like oh, okay <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad but yeah definitely that I think with like art and finding symbolism and always like kind of researching and being curious definitely kind of helped dabbled into like why why isn't people why aren't people kind of taking that time for golf media like all that kind of stuff and mm. that creative lens so that's that kind of kick-started my thinking and my adult vision of like what do I want to do with my career like how am I going to make myself not <laughs> Because, of course, everyone loves being, like, a girl boss. Like, I was truly being a girl boss with my TikTok. And, like, I would, just, like, media, like, I would make my TikTok videos and then I would stay up late till, like, 1 a.m., like, designing new ones and then filming it. And then I also had, like, a website and then you can, like, buy the stuff. And it's just, like, I'm, like, oh, my God, taxes. Like, no one told me about that. Like, I don't know anything about that. Like, yeah. Don't worry. I, don't worry. I filed my taxes. Like... <laughs> Get the IRS yeah. coming after you after this. Yeah, literally. They're coming after me and they want a tattoo design. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was just, it was like really like diving into adulthood with that too. And so I was like, you know what, maybe like getting a, like a more stable job, like paycheck. Cause I would also, if I wasn't, if I wasn't working, I wasn't getting paid. And of course, I mean, I feel mm. like that's everything, but it's more like, I think a lot of my friends had a hard time grasping that where. So I have a, I have a question. So being in the media space, right? I mean, you know, uh, diversity and being, you know, inclusive is like a very important topic, especially within our generation, because we kind of writing the wrongs of the past in a way and kind of correcting, you know, what's been done, um, for you, I mean, golf is a white sport, right? Like we can't look past it. It's when you're watching an event and you're seeing the, you're seeing the crowd, it's like 99% white. Um, for you, how, how does it feel to kind of now have that place? And like, you know, you had that conversation with your parents, have that voice now to kind of be, you know, that represented, you know, representative for your community. Yeah, I think it's like such... A privilege that I'm in like the inside of the ropes with that because yeah. you know I feel like when the lens is crafted for more predominantly white golf atmosphere 
it really loses the narrative and personality of all the other nationalities. And like with Epson, we have like 35 nationalities, I think, on our tour. Like it's like so many people and it's like, how does that filter with like one voice who's trying to capture it through one lens? So our photographer does a great job. He has such a great relationship with most of the players. And it's like, we really try to just diversify, especially with content. And it's not like a cautious thing that like I'm having where I'm like, oh, I need to get, you know, Mm -hmm. like five different nationalities on the Instagram like it's just it's really like a humanity approach where I'm just talking to them I'm just having a conversation and it's like golf is such a lonely sport especially at a competitive level where the girls on the range aren't just going to turn their back and like start chatting with you like they're they're yeah. just like go for an hour on the range and work on their swing like there's a they're like facetiming their coaches like on the phone and their caddies are holding it and I'm like wow this is so intense I was like <laughs> I was like, I don't want to get a swing video. I'm going to interrupt something. (laughs) But again, it's like, I think people just have that like prejudgmental kind of like, don't judge a book by its cover. Like they're definitely like, there's some where, of course, like I myself probably have like a resting bitch face. So it's like, I don't look super inviting to like come up to, but (laughs) I mean, it's all until you say hello or like you say hi. And I think when it comes to also, Um, because we didn't have our writer on site so when I was you know whipping around all 18 holes like following the leaders and like getting like those birdie highlights I would just get a random text being like hey can you get some interview sound from so-and-so and and -and so-and-so and so like I'm like like zooming in and out and I'm just like talking to them but he would give me the privilege of kind of making up my own questions and all that kind of stuff so it really does help you know, craft the writing as well in a better light and more more compassion towards these players rather than like, what was your score? How did you do? And yeah. definitely I think that does play a fact. I mean, of course, like whoever shoots the lowest wins, but I love the mindset and psychology of it. And I think if you just have one predominantly white, probably like male voice just always behind the camera and crafting it it's like how do you get the authenticity from around it so I like I love that I'm a part of it and I don't feel like I stick out like a sore thumb I probably do (laughs) I'm just like oh I'm getting content like I'm talking to these people it's great so I it's definitely a major comfort and like representing especially like the Asian community it's like there's so many Asian golfers like it's like huge it's huge and it's like why don't we have more behind the scenes, you know? And so I could do my, my Samaritan part of the media. To do that. <laughs> it's a, it's such a funny thing. It's like, um, you don't really, you don't really think about it too much until you're in the position and you're like, wow, like you feel like you mentioned, you, you don't feel like you stick up, but at the same time, you kind of know that you, you do in, in a different way. Like you just don't have that, extreme comfort level right like it took me such a long time to and you know it's so easy for you to feel like imposter syndrome at the same time you're like do i belong here and but you you, you kind of have to fight that um that little voice that's telling you like oh no you you you're feeling out of place now you're feeling out of place but meanwhile it's actually just you know the the environment that's not really comfortable yet and you know once you break that barrier of stop questioning yourself and start looking at how you can 
you know, like you mentioned, put your own spin and tell, do your own storytelling within that, it kind of starts changing that feeling around you. Yeah, definitely. And then you can totally feel it with the environment as well. I mean, just just like the minor thing of just me being a girl behind the lens. It yeah. like the overwhelming compliments that I get because of that, like there it's just insane. Like the girls come up to me and they're just like, You have no idea how like how amazing it is to have yeah. you. Like it's just incredible. And I'm just like it's like so simple like that but then it's just like why haven't we been doing that and it's also like what came first like the chicken or the egg because it's like how do you get more girls in media but then it's also the environment that it's been in so it can be very intimidating and just very unwelcoming at times yeah Um, not from personal experience but like what I've seen and so it's like it's like just so hard to balance that of like, how do you get more girls in media? How do you get more inclusivity? And it's like, well, then how do we change this? You know, it's like. <laughs> but it comes back to almost that like, um, it's it's kind of gatekept because like you mentioned, golf is such a small world. Like once someone is super comfortable and they feel like they, they're obviously at that level for such a long time, for anyone to be introduced into that sphere, it's so the pressure's on, right? Because you, you have to perform or else there's always some older guy that can just come in and replace you like within a snap of their fingers, wow. like literally. So no, you as that, that new, yeah, you literally there and you kind of have to, like you mentioned, you kind of thrown in the deep end and you're forced to perform, um, which is kind of the, I suppose, just because it is professional level sports. But at the same time, it's almost like there's a reason why there's, 50 year olds telling stories about 17 year old golfers coming onto the scene like surely we need to look at that differently and see how we you know because they, they'll like you mentioned they'll ask the same questions that they asked the player 15 years ago like it gets a bit stale after a while and there's no disrespect but I mean I've experienced it personally where it's like you step in you perform whatever you're there to perform your your duty for that week and you get funny looks just because you're a younger person who doesn't look like them. Oh, I can't tell you how many times when I started, uh, I would have to go through security for parking and they, <laughs> I would wind down, I would wind down my window and they were like, hi, the players are over there. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's oh. a nice compliment though. It's a great compliment. And I remember we had this like huge volunteer, like media tent and I'm walking in to get like food. Cause I'm like starving. It's like 2 a.m. Yeah. 2 p.m. And I can't eat anything. So I'm like getting something. And like the volunteer chair, she's like, hi, are you looking for the player's lounge? And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, no, this is, this is where I belong. I was like, this is yeah. me. <laughs> she was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, you're looking so- like you, like, she's like, you're young, you're fit. Like you're cute. She's like, I thought you'd be a player. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, thank you, though. I'll I'll bank the compliment, though. Oh yeah. So the amount of the amount of comments I get from that, especially there was one time I was going to try to like make a content of like me playing with one of the players. So I brought my clubs out on the golf cart and I'm like just zooming around and like so many people thought I was a player. Like I would come up to one of the girls and they were like, oh my god, I was seeing you like zoom around and I thought like, who is this girl? Like why does she get to ride in a cart and we all have to walk for our practice around? <laughs> I was like, I was like, no guys. I was like, it's just me. It's just Abby media. <laughs> just the, the just the media girl. No, no worries. Yeah, but they did like it's like it's so like crazy to me that like they it's like 
that you've seen young people in media for golf is like so foreign. Exactly. Like, you know, like, it, like, and I think because I, maybe it's because golf, you can just play for like years on end. You don't, yeah. there's no like physical ability. That's definitely fine. But I feel like ever since probably COVID is it's grown so much and has like catered more to the, the younger generation where it's like, I think we're probably that like wavelength of like, you know, icons of like, Oh yeah, we started that trend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) I've been doing this for, it feels like forever, but it's, I think like four years (laughs) now. And like, it's nice in a way, it's nice to see some of the things you kind of start become or be replicated somewhere else. Um, Or even if it's like a small thing of like the, the walking gimbal shot, um, kind of (laughs) that, that's become so normalized now. And you know, knowing that you kind of got in on it a bit early always kind of gives it that nice, you know, I'm on the right track. Like I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, it's, it's, it's like very comforting when I guess your vision and creativity is reciprocated so well, like, and people are like, yeah, that is cool. But then I feel like this is going to like sound like so bad, but I feel like in golf, it lacks that creativity. Yeah. It really does the whole sphere so it's like it's it takes so much trust and pitching of being like no this is a good idea like i'll yeah. show you it's a good idea. and it's not until they see it and that it gets like great rave reviews that they'll be like okay we'll try it so it's like so tough but i, I love working hard but like i don't know how hard it's gonna work me but <laughs> it's like i feel like if you're just passionate enough for it that it's just we're on the right track, you know, like we're, we're doing, we're doing good. (laughs) And speaking of, you know, working hard, you know, you've been in this position for a bit now, you know, to close off on this, where, where do you see yourself? Like, I don't want to be cliche and say, Oh, the five year, Oh, where do you want to be in five (laughs) years? But let's say, you know, you know, beyond Epson, like what's your, um, ideal kind of position that you'd like to occupy at some stage call it like your because right now you kind of you know in the beginning phases of this career let's say mm-hmm. when you mid-level where would you want to be and kind of what would you want to be doing oh that's a great question um I mean I have like a dream job dream goal is like to be like a creative director for like one of like a great like golf company or even bigger than that you know I just you know so many ideas but I think that mid-level would definitely be um to get more like on camera like hosting more and then Mm. really talking to players and just kind of highlighting their stories and narratives past the scorecard I feel like right now when I ask questions it's all about what happened throughout your round today exactly what was the score and it's like I made like a fun video where I was like oh what's your go-to snack on the course and like that one the the minute you sprinkle in a little bit personality and like joking like it's just so widely received like everyone was like talking about it and I was like in the corner of like the clubhouse and I heard like all the girls like oh my god they made this video it's so good like so funny and I'm just like oh my god that was me like with my airpods in like oh my god that was me (laughs) but definitely more I would love to be more on camera and just kind of hosting and being 
that like comforting bridge towards like you know golf and just like a broader culture and society where it's not just so golf focused and I feel like kind of like I always use this analogy like almost like you're flipping through a magazine it's like it's not all just going to be a golf swing like you're going to get more apparel you're going to see like food places or the location of what to do in the local community so I don't know I don't know how I'm going to get there but like I'm just going to keep doing my thing you you literally sound like so much like what I went through like I was strictly behind (laughs) camera for such a long time and then I was like why not just get in front of the camera I mean it's awkward 100% of the time don't get me wrong Um, but it's kind of like you live with it and you just I mean it's in a way it helps with that insecurity because you just have to be okay with whatever you're doing what you look like what you sound like and especially when you're editing it yourself you're just like I already sound like that, but okay, it's going to have to work. I can't edit. I can't change that. Exactly. Um, exactly. But it, I think what really helps you in that journey is that you play golf. So you can always relate on a deeper level with the players. And I think that's, what's given me this edge. And so many players will, and people that I've worked with in the past will always say, it's so game changing to have that. I can understand the, the lingo beyond you know, just the standard, oh, I played badly today. But uh, you can be like, oh, you know, your swing was a bit out of sorts. You were maybe coming over yeah. the top or something like that. Something small right. that relates to them deeper than just, oh, you played badly. What are you going to do to improve tomorrow? Where Now it's like, you know, your swing was a bit out. What are you going to work on the range? Why are you doing this drill? Why are you doing that drill? Um, yeah, exactly. So that always is in our favor, being creators in our own sport you know that come there's there's your comfort that you need that you'll be on camera like fairly soon but do it out of your own as well i mean while you're there like make your own content with players and i mean it posted oh yeah on- i was yeah so um the previous manager on the epson tour media he was kind of he kind of was pushing me towards that too because yeah. I would do the winner's interview. And so the first interviews, I would cut out my voice and I would just put the question. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so but he was like, he was like, hey, um, why don't you leave your voice in? He's like, because, you know, he's like, we like to hear your voice gives like someone who's behind the screens, like all that, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, OK. And so I did. And it does flow a lot better. It's like more yeah. conversational and I love it. Um but I was just like, really? I was like, I don't think they want to like know about me. I was like, this is the winner. I'm like, <laughs> I, like I would just skip past my voice. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with like the knowing the golf lingo terminology. And it's not like you're saying it as if you just did like your Quizlet textbook research. Like we, like, we live that we live that life for a bit, you know, like exactly. we know we know everything. We know the struggles, we know what goes through your mind. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I remember I was watching one girl, like she was leading and I was just following her on the front nine because I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to get a birdie. She's going to take the lead. Like, this is great. Every single putt burning the edge. And I was like, you're <laughs> kidding. I was like, and that's definitely like, I'm like thinking like, that's just got to mess with you. Like psychologically, yeah. like mentally, like, because especially making the turn and like, she, I think she got like three birdies on the back nine. And I was like, I didn't interview her, but like, that would have been my question. Like, all these putts burning like that must have dropped your confidence in putting yeah. like how do you 
find out to make like three on the back side. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah, it's like it's it is comforting to know like you can just casually talk about golf and not be lost, and you actually know the rules and you know like the behind the scenes. You, know, you also know what not to ask. You know exactly. You know? Yes. Oh my god. Exactly. Like there's just questions like. You're like, why would you ask that? Like, especially like maybe when the tournament's still going on, you're like, well, great. Now they're gonna have that in their head, and like you're yeah. gonna make them miss the cut, like because you have exactly. that question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because um, I'll just be like, kind of, I feel like a media liaison sometimes if I'm just like zooming around trying to get some coverage, and I'll just be talking to like the parents or the spectators, and so. I think when they see like my cart, it has like this big like neon like highlighter media sign. They're like automatically thinking I just like don't know anything about golf until I'm just like talking to them and I'm like, oh, how's she doing? And they're like, oh, she missed her birdie. And I was like, well, I was like the part. I was like, there's a par five that's like totally gettable for two. I was like, and I'm like talking to them, <laughs> and then they just kind of pause and they're like, did you play oh, golf? She knows. Like, so, you know golf? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I played golf. And they're like, that's amazing. <laughs> but you see that's kind of the narrative we're breaking now it's like we in the game beyond just you know to do our job like we live we live through our what yeah. you know what we do like we completely capable of being relatable you know it's not just like you know that's exactly the, it's the not like, you know, yeah yeah I, it's like hard to describe <laughs> it's not like you're like a art appreciator where you can't draw like exactly it's more you're you're like i totally get you and it's and it's great for us because it's great for the players as well because it's like how we craft the content. It's not gonna make them unflattering. It's not yeah. gonna like I'm not edit it in a way where they sound stupid or like like you can't be taken seriously. It's like no, like I get your voice, and then you're also folding in your own narrative and voice and tone to kind of make it your own. Like so, when you see it, you're like, oh, I knew that like that was edited by her. Like I knew that was edited by him. Yeah. Like it's funny. So. It's great. I love it. I've loved it so far. Like I'm going into like my three week traveling stretch next next week. So I don't know. Talk to me then. But <laughs> it's it's so fun. It's like you're just like on a high like all the time because they go so fast too. Especially with the tournament days, there'll be days where, especially like the first day, I'm there like before the first tea time. And of course, there's girls earlier warming up. But like I'm there before the first tea time, and then. If there's like a rain delay, I don't leave until like 9 p.m. And I'm just like oh, first, first okay. and last thought. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because um, of course everyone hates rain delays. And I'm like, oh no, rain delays. But like when it's a rain delay, I'm like editing. And I'm like, exactly. I can get started, I can get all this stuff done. But it's fun. It's fun. I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. yeah i think it's it's like a dream it is a dream job because we we're so close to you know almost being pro golfers in in a way like we're living a different life it's like living the tour life without having to hit the ball and have that stress of a five footer putt oh yeah <laughs> totally i was i i don't know who i told but i was like you know, it's like going to a golf tournament, but I'm not playing golf. It's yeah. great. Like I actually, so when I was younger, 
I would never remember any golf course I played. I don't know if it was like a fight or flight system of just being so like anxious, scared of playing at a golf tournament. I would never remember any hole. Like my dad would talk to me and be like, yeah, you know that like hole 14 when you hit that drive, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I've forgotten bed, about like, it already. Yes. I'm like, I'm just dreading the next day. I'm like, I can't even believe I made the cut. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> It was bad like that. And so um, now when I go, because I have to just cover all the footage, everything, it's like, I remember where the porta potties are. I remember where like the score runner is, like all that kind of stuff. I know like the little details. And I don't know if it's like healing my like inner junior golfer, but I just, the content like I like to get, it's kind of glamorizing and making it fun of the grind. Where it's like, yeah. I know, especially when you are grinding, it's so hard to like stay positive, especially if you don't have like a good stretch of playing or like, um, or like practice. And so I always try to, I always try to get that fun because I'm like, it is fun. I'm like, you have to remember it is fun. You guys love this sport. Like, you know, like you love it. I don't know if you're brainwashing yourself, but you love it. Like, <laughs> you just there on the outside and you're like, yeah, you know, it will be better the next day. It will be yeah, better. I'm like, it, it's funny. It, it, trickles into like us knowing golf too it's like if i take a video of a girl swing and it's like and i know it's like a bad swing she's like not saying anything and i look at her and i was like girl that was a bad <laughs> swing like i'm deleting that i literally say that i'm like i'm deleting that like let's hit another one and let's, like, yeah, let's hit another one. <laughs> and then they'll hit one and they're like that was so much better i was like yeah i'll tag you i was like <laughs> i'll tag you with that. Uh, but like see like if you don't know golf you're you're just gonna think like that's their yeah. swing like that was <laughs> she like hits it thin or chunks it and you're like oh yeah that's going on instagram right now right right <laughs> uh, it's, it's way too good <laughs> and you know it, it's actually quite nice to you know chat to someone who does what i do because it's it's kind of, you know, on the bigger leagues, there's such a big team so that no one really, it's so nice. Like at the, some of the bigger events I've been to where, I mean, it doesn't happen to me, but I'm witnessing like some of my mates who are literally just filming and they give it to an editor and it's done. Like they don't have to worry about it at all. I'm like, that must be, that must be quite nice. It must I mean, be, yeah, it must be so nice. Um, I know, I remember like how you said, like when you messaged me and how you were just like, oh, point and shoot and like editing and all that kind of stuff. It's like, it'll only make you better. And I totally think that especially it makes you really refine, like, what do you want to shoot? Yeah. What don't you want to shoot? What, like, what's the message and subject you're trying to get out of it? Because you really can't just be like fooling around because... I like it's just a pain because you're like okay this is fine now and then you're editing and you're like oh my god you're like I don't know I'm gonna like make something out of this like so that you're just like lesson learned like <laughs> yeah but you know at the at the end of the day like when you do both ends of the spectrum and also the the fact that you post um <laughs> It, it's not necessarily the most healthy thing to do in the long term. Like I got, mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, the typical burnt out creative thing, but it's not really yeah. burnt out. You just get tired um, to the point of it becomes cumbersome. It's like, oh, I've got to do this and that and that. And you kind of start losing that joy of like, oh, I just need to edit and then someone else can handle it. So that's something like I've, 
started to become more assertive with is how I kind of take the duty on when I eventually get jobs. But the the thing is like, <laughs> I'm trying to be more, I'm doing this and this only. And maybe if you pay me well enough, I can do everything. And I, I justify the, the pain with a bit of cash, but right. you know, the idea of, I mean, it helps that I've done it all. So I'm kind of capable. I can take on the mm-hmm. load, but I just want to be able yeah. to focus a bit more on the story now than having to know that I must shoot, edit, and come up with a nice catchy caption and then right. post. Like, yeah, it's it's a bit too much at some point. Yeah, I think because it, I joke around with everyone because I think I am the youngest one on like the whole Epson staff and it was so funny yeah. because I'm like <laughs> I think the I think the closest because we're getting another media member but she's 24 I think and I'm 23 and so I was like talking to the photographer and he was like you're 23 he's like I'm 27 and I was like that's still pretty young for like our media team and um I'm like I'm literally that I don't want to say it like like a ball of sunshine but like I'm like that like chaotic energy like just like I, it's like 6 a.m and I'm just like hey guys like and I'm like <laughs> shotgunning my coffee and just like drinking it like no, I'm not really doing that but like <laughs> kind of like that intense energy and um everyone like they come up to me and they're like you're really entertaining to talk to and I'm like thanks I was like I don't know if it's from the lack of sleep I was like or I'm just like I'm just you know like I'm just like this person who's like great at conversation <laughs> but I it's I think it's because I am young that I could just like you know kind of push myself and you know kind of disregard my like health and taking care of myself because there were times there were times I was like yo I gotta go to the like I need a pee and like I'm like oh no but she's literally on this like birdie stretch like I think I'll just like hold it I'm like it's just like not safe for anyone and I'm like I gotta like drink water and all that kind of stuff yeah but yeah, I, I really think it's because I'm young. And so I was telling people, I was like, I think it'll hit me. It'll probably hit me. But I was like, I'm not going to think about that now. I was like, I'm just loving it so much. I was like, no, I no, care. for sure. <laughs> like, it's the typical thing of like you building. It's building blocks, right? So you kind of building that solid foundation right now. So I don't think it's like something to be overly concerned about. But... <laughs> yeah like i mean a three-week stretch is intense i mean it it does like we have all a the... yeah i mean it's it's a lot yeah. of time it's a lot of time we have a seven-week stretch coming up a seven-week stretch i literally are you gonna be to doing go. are you gonna be doing all seven yeah i'm doing all seven so i'll yeah like insane right i was just like i was low-key withering after those two weeks like when i came home i was like <laughs> Because it was funny because the manager, he was like, yeah, don't look at your phone. Like, don't edit anything until Thursday. And it's like Tuesday morning and I'm like editing something and like responding to all these emails. And I'm just like, no, like, I'm like, they need to know my answer. So I'm like, <laughs> uh... but um, yeah, that seven week stretch. I don't, I mean, because it's my first kind of like swing of like doing a whole tournament season covering of like yeah. media. And so like, I really don't know what to expect. And I think that's what's kind of been keeping me afloat of being like, you know, like I was really thrown in and I like died, like, cause it was like 40 miles per hour wind, 30 degrees, like, and I'm in the car just like dying, getting coverage. And then I get to Florida and it's like beautiful. It's like hot maybe, but it's just great. And I was like, wow. I was like, is this how it's going to be like? So it's kind of that uncertainty that kind of yeah. draws me in where 
I don't know what it's gonna be like. And you get to see different parts of the country. So I I always have it in like a more optimistic light, but like talk to yeah. me after the season, like who knows and, what my thoughts will be. Yeah, I think I think we'll do a catch up a catch up episode after your seven weeks yeah. vacation. See how you're doing. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm actually not with them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? So- <laughs> Isn't that brutal? <laughs> no, I think I think you'll be fine. Like like you mentioned, you still young you know like you've, you've got it in you <laughs> it's too I, good i did i did six weeks this year um how was that and, uh so funny thing when i shoot like the the two co-sanctions on the men's and the two co-sanctions on the ladies here mm-hmm. when i shoot uh, i shoot directly for players so i give them content so i oh, nice. walk like 36 holes a day like lengthwise that's kind of 26,000 steps average a day and (laughs) yeah I was pretty tired and then after I did four weeks of shooting and then I did two weeks in Thailand catting and Mm -hmm. yeah I was (laughs) I was I was done I was done like I needed a lot of sleep let's put it that like my whoop (laughs) my whoop numbers were bad (laughs) recovery and all of that yeah but I mean, oh it, in a way, it only prepares you and kind of builds you. It's like kind of just reps. It's building reps, building reps. Mm-hmm. So your stamina just increases in the long run. Yeah, I think so too. Because even the last Florida stretch, like using the first two that like I was kind of like training or shadowing in, um, I was really like, oh my God, is this how it's going to be like every single tournament? Like I'm just like dying, but it was like a fun dying. I don't know like how to like explain, like how to describe yeah. it. But yeah. They were all saying, they were like, no, those two tournaments, they were such an anomaly. Like it's usually not like that. It's more like chill, Epson tour <laughs> vibe. But I was like, I was like, I don't know. And then it just, it really does train you and just, you just get that rep because when I'm like, they're zooming around, I'm just like, no, we have, you like set a standard for yourself. And I think yeah. that's great. And I don't want to lose that because of course I want to just keep making my work better, but there has to be a balance, I would say. Um, and I've gotten that advice from like everyone on the staff. They're like, yeah, you know, like take, like they're like, you just need to take a day sometimes of just like, like sleep. Chilling. Like, Cause we were on the, you're on the course from like sunday to monday and it's just like insane and i was just like yeah usually i'm like the player where i just i was like well on a smaller scale i just like show up the day before practice round and then like the two-day tournament and then we're good i go home i'm like but now i'm coming like sunday night i'm prepping monday tuesday wednesday thursday and it's like the, the tournament and then edit and like we do it all over again so definitely taking some rest time and finding that balance is like it's hard in the beginning i feel like but i feel like i'll once I get like the workflow, I'll probably, you know, survive. <laughs> yeah. And, and with that, I, I guess we'll, we'll chat. We'll definitely chat again um, <laughs> and see how you're coping. I mean, it is. Uh, <laughs> this will turn into like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Golf media 101. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Support but I mean, it, it's exciting. It's it's addictive in a way, but it's exciting nonetheless. Like it's just what you make of it, and I think it's good that you have that approach because it can. Like some people will kind of tell you, "Oh, it's going to be such a drag, seven weeks." But I mean, it's seven different locations, seven different weeks to tell different stories, right? Like it's opportunities. Yeah, just, 
That's What'd exactly how I think. Yeah, it's so exciting. I can't wait. <laughs> and with that, uh, everyone, uh, go add on to the over half a million followers oh on TikTok. Gosh. And we'll, we'll, I mean, the, the golf vlogs are picking up. They're picking up. Uh, it's getting there. Those are for fun. Those are so, like, okay, so this is actually funny before we, like, set up. <laughs> so to preface my golf Instagram, I it was, like, technically more of, like, a business account to be, like, my, yeah. I lost my personal all that kind of stuff and then once I started working and everything I was like you know like I need to kind of just it was almost like a finsta but not really like I'm just like so unhinged there there are some vlogs where I'm like you're like is this girl okay like, like <laughs> that avocado did look a bit dodgy the other day oh my god I was literally like do not judge I think it was the filter it was so good the avocado toast came out green it was green but then also I use that account to if I'm not editing something kind of use myself as a subject or just kind of just making a fun little video to kind of just keep my mind active so yeah. it's not like a week off and then I go back to the tournament I'm like oh what do I do like what do I shoot yeah. like I don't know what to do so it's just it's the reps it's like it's a little practice but yeah those are those are my chaotic vlogs <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some not so ripe avocados let's put it that way yeah <laughs> Don't worry, they'll be green. They'll be, they'll be prestige. Don't worry. And for anyone who needs a tattoo designed, the commissions are open. Get those PayPal accounts ready. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, thanks for, for coming on, Abby. Appreciate it. Um, we'll we'll be looking looking out for what you put out with the Epson tour. It's obviously exciting to see women's golf growing continuously. Um, along with you know the the mini tours, I think that's kind of the exciting thing about it all. It's finally getting the attention it needs, really. Oh yeah, there's there like those are like where all the warriors come from on the big leagues, exactly. you know. So like, why aren't we paying attention to them? But, yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It was great conversation, great chatting, great laughs, great chaos. <laughs> <laughs>